we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for November 10th, 2016. And now that the dust has settled a little bit regarding uh, Donald Trump winning the uh, United States presidency, I just wanted to do kind of a update video uh, regarding the whole situation and particularly to take a look at what a Clinton presidency would have looked like because Hillary Clinton was a known commodity her platform you know really going all the way back to when Bill was in the White House has always been evil and wicked you look at her track record you look at everything that has led up to this point you look at the trail of dead bodies literal over i think it's 119 at least that we know about of people that are dead that many of them never even threatened to do anything it's just that they knew too much and they couldn't have them breathing and living on this planet it was it, it it they had to go they had to die under always under mysterious circumstances these are murderous traitorous known commodity devils that we're dealing with the, the thing that the the clinton foundation did to the haitian children and the haitians thousands dead as a result of them stealing that money i mean all of the the crimes they've committed how they've sold us out to all of these different countries that is what i chose to focus on regarding bringing it before god in prayer regarding the last prayer thing i put up which i've never done anything like that before just suddenly burdened by god and I probably have never gotten more uh, positive feedback. Um, the sweetest, nicest emails from my listeners. To the point where I could hardly read them because I'd start crying again. Because they were so nice, so sweet, so Christian. Uh, that it was hard. And I haven't even got through them all yet. Honestly, they, are, they keep coming in and... Um, it's just extremely humbling to read them. I, I truly don't feel worthy um, of what was being said. Uh, so I, I thank you for that. God bless you all. Um, uh, I know that was out of character for me. Um, but it was just one of those things that just kind of happened. you know. And I think a lot of it too really you look at all this i i've got i've had emails um from listeners um and telling me they were praying and fasting moving into this asking and i've even posted those requests leading up to this and even leading up to halloween before that and then a lot of other uh christian organizations that i get like emails from they were praying and fasting i have never seen an event where I have seen more people professing to be Christians, whether they're my listeners or other Christians out there, that were praying and fasting about this election. 
uh, I, I have to believe that that burden came from God. I, I cannot believe that burden came from Satan. I don't think Satan would ever burden us to pray and fast about anything. That's the last thing he wants us doing. Because prayer and fasting can move mountains, can supercharge your prayer, get you closer to God. And I think, honestly, with all the people that were praying and fasting, and I had been praying and fasting, you know, on and off, leading up to this. And I really, I mean, I've seen people breaking down on air or on thing that, that normally don't do that. And I think a lot of it was that. I think there was this burden from God regarding this election um, that was unlike almost anything I've ever seen. And again, it's not so much... I'm not so much choosing to focus on Trump as it is what would have happened had Hillary gotten in. That's what I'm choosing. I'm choosing to focus on that specific evil. Okay, regardless of how you feel about Trump, I'm, I'm choosing to focus on that. She's a known commodity. You look at the money behind her, you look at every wicked devil on the planet lining up to get behind her. And at, at the same time, demonize Trump. I mean, she had everybody. Every wicked, evil entity on this planet seemed like they were in alignment with her. Wicked countries like China and and um, a lot of of um, the Pope. I mean, so many global leaders that were in her corner. All of the wicked, evil money from Wall Street, Hollywood, the abortion industry. I mean, if it was wicked. That money was behind her. George Soros, Black Lives Matter. I mean, every wicked feminist group that you could possibly imagine all lining up behind this witch. I saw it for myself firsthand when I, I went to a, um, with a listener who lives near me locally here, Greg, him and I, and I, I said this before, we went to, um, and this was months ago. This was This was when Trump was in the, kind of the earlier stages of just them sorting out the Republican candidates when he was in the big battle with, you know, Rubio and Ted Cruz and all them, okay? This was way before Clinton. And he just, it was an impromptu thing here at, at uh, Hickory, North Carolina, came in, and I mean, you couldn't even, I mean, we got there two or three hours early, and we were way too late, way too late to even think about getting in. The, the line was, I don't even know how long. It was ridiculous. It was totally ridiculous, this line. And I thought, oh, we'll get there in plenty. No, I was totally wrong. And then interacting with those people, there wasn't one person that I interacted with that day that I didn't like. I'm not saying all the Trump supporters are, are puritanical and good and whatever, but I'm telling you, it was a group of very cordial, nice, for the most part, Christian people that just wanted the best for America. That's the impression I got. And then we got up to the front of the line where all of the protesters were. And, and here's what's so ironic. They bark about and scream about their rights and what they want. And they have the audacity to come out to these Trump rallies and try to disrupt them. Now I understand George Soros is behind a lot of that and all who knows how many people there that day were paid. It was so impromptu. I can't believe a lot of them were. But, you know, Black Lives Matter and, and the feminazis and, and, you know, the 
priests, women lesbian priests showing up in priest collars, stuff like that. You look at the biggest, you talk about a basket of deplorables. You look at the most deplorable, evil, wicked people you could think of gathered in one place. And they were the ones trying to prevent our rights to even go in. If the cops weren't there, I don't know, it probably would have been a melee. Because literally, if they had their way, you would have not even been able to get into that building. And that was one area in a very conservative area of North Carolina. I can't even imagine it would be like in the cities. And I mean, there were some seriously tense moments there for for both Greg and I. Pers- I mean, seriously, like, really tense. Like, I wasn't screaming at it, but they were screaming at us. And it was like, you stinking hypocrites the only rights that matter in your eyes your demon possessed eyes are your own you don't care about free speech unless it's your free speech you could care less about anybody else's rights other than your rights and these people were the some of the most demon possessed evil reprobate devils i have ever even been around in my life it was very reminiscent of when we had went i don't know how many months earlier than that to the abortion um rally in Asheville. and i chose to go there because i knew Asheville was a literal hotbed for satanists and pagans and evil people so i figured that would be the best place to go honestly Asheville was an absolute walk in the park compared to these devils that showed up at this Trump rally on a college campus. It was Lenore, Lenore Ryan, a supposed Christian college, and yet the devils there, their lesbian priesthood and their priests or whatever, their whatever they were, Lutheran priests, were literally all on the side of the reprobate devils. This shows you the, st- the state of of the quote church the so-called lukewarm laodicean church just that's just a small simply i'm not saying all the churches like that but i'm i'm saying a, a ton of them are and i'm telling you it, it would have been an absolute brawl melee they would have done everything in the world to try to prevent us from, and it's like okay so you're the only ones that have rights you're the only one that have a right to... We have no right to even go in there and listen to what Trump says. Basically, what you're saying by showing up here and screaming at us and going crazy. And the only thing separating it was were, were the cops. And I saw the hatred and, and I saw this horrible group of reprobate evil devils that would have loved to have killed us all had they could have. I guarantee it. Not to say they would have ever had the backbone to do that. But if they had their way, they would have. And I thought to myself, is there, are there legions of Trump supporters showing up at Hillary rallies trying to prevent you from hearing her? No, there's none. There's none. But what I identified at a very early time was that there was a clear delineation that I could easily identify with my own two eyes of good versus evil. Now, that doesn't mean that I think Trump's puritanical and he can do no wrong. He's done some, said some horrible things. There's no doubt about it, okay? Hopefully, he has matured and changed his mind. The guy's seven years old. 
and and I'm I'm hoping that a lot of that is behind him, okay. But he never professed to be perfect. Um, Hillary, like I said, is a known commodity. Hillary, you can look at her supporters, and they are the most reprobate devils I've ever been around. Feminazis, people walk around all tatted up with gauges in the ear. I mean, doing drugs, uh, uh, the, the most rabid feminist, pro-abortion, pro-evil, pro-lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender people that you could... These, this is the reason that Sodom and Gomorrah got rained down on fire and brimstone. They would have fit perfectly in with Sodom and Gomorrah. So again, I've never seen such a clear delineation other than going to an abortion, the, the abortion um, protest I've been to. But I'll be honest, it was worse. It was a clearer delineation at the Trump rally. It was way clearer. At the abortion ones that I've been to, it wasn't so like, you're thinking, am I going to get out of here alive type of, type of, in the back of your head. You know, I know God's greater than all that. But I'm just saying, there was a, there was a clear, you know, this could really get ugly, nasty, really quick. And especially if somebody brought weapons there or something and, you know, that it went that way. It was 20 times worse at the Trump rally than it was at the Asheville Planned Parenthood protest. I'd say 20. And this is in a conservative town in North Carolina. And he just showed up impromptu. Not at a radical, like, public university. It was a private Christian university. Of, I'll bet lukewarm to the gills. But So I saw at a very early time this delineation. Uh, and then I saw it demonstrated over and over and over along the way, along the campaign trail and all the stuff with George Soros and all the money that went into Black Lives Matter and all this racial division they've been trying to stir up to get blacks to hate whites and whites to hate blacks and and and, and us, you know, hate Latinos. And it's just all of this. And then all this thing about, oh, we're going to, you know, um, so many wicked evil agendas afoot. I'm going to go into some of them today. I'm just going to remind I guess my listeners, of what a Hillary Clinton presidency would have looked like. And it's very clear because, again, she's a known commodity. It's very, very clear what her platform is. And I think this is the reason I was so burdened about this. Then all this stuff comes out about all, in the WikiLeaks, all the pedophile stuff with Podesta, Wiener, Hillary Clinton implicated, and all of the, and then it really just struck home all the little children that their, um, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> that their, um, raping. Hillary Clinton going all the way back decades with, to Kathy O'Brien in her testimony. I put out numerous links in my newsletters about that. And I think Kathy O'Brien's a very credible witness. Wrote a whole book on it called Transformation of America. I don't advise you get it. It'll be the most horrific thing you've ever read about our top politicians and what they've done to little children as sex slaves passed around from one politician to another. The Bushes implicated. The Clintons implicated. Dick Cheney implicated heavily. Now, remember, that, you know this doesn't go up to current time because this was when she was an MK Ultra. Uh, mind control sex slave from a little girl she was literally sold into 
the sex slave industry as literally like a toddler and a baby. This was there. Are, there are families that literally have children so that they can sell their children into sex slavery to these wicked, evil, sadistic politician, Luciferian devils that govern and um, rule the earth. Now, God's on the throne, but I'm saying from a satanic standpoint, from a, a bloodline, Illuminati standpoint, these are the people that Satan wants in charge because they are the most wicked, evil, defiled, corrupt people, and they will do his bidding without question because they are so demon-possessed to the toenails. And I think that's what hit me so hard the other night when I, when I was praying about this, and, and, and I did that study is just trying to comprehend the the wickedness of these devils which you can't do i don't i don't want to get into their mind it's just it's just it seems as though from all of this from all the people that were fasting and crying out to god and praying about this and, and the burden that was laid upon many many people about this um I look at the I look at the results last night and, and feel somewhat vindicated. Now you could I could turn around in in two or three months and but here's the thing. We know what we were gonna get with Hillary. There's no doubt on that. A Hillary presidency is the end of America. And I'm gonna give you the reasons it was the end of America. It was the last nail in the coffin she was going to be even unbelievably more aggressive about the policies Obama has started on so many different levels and then also the, the whole nuclear exchange thing, which it was a certainty if she got in, we were going to be at nuclear war with Russia in no time. And Russia said so. And there was another story that just broke today, another one, and it's it's on the top of Drudge, um, that just broke, and it says... Uh, Kremlin says Clinton victory would have led to World War III between Russia and USA, and they've said that before. They were they were absolutely terrified of Hillary getting in there because she said what she was going to do. You know, and she was going to literally make it impossible for them not to have a nuclear exchange. And what would that do? Well, number one, a nuclear exchange gets the spotlight off Hillary. War always does that. Hillary's got so many skeletons in her closet, she has to have... 29 bulldozers trying to hold them back at once in the biggest closet on the planet. A war like that would quickly get the spotlight off her and everything then would be focused on the war. And like I said, what their plan was, and I'm not saying they wouldn't still try to pull this off, but to get all of our troops over there, particularly the ones that have been weeded out and would not go along with the New World Order, and, and I guarantee you they're keeping tabs, and then we'd have all the foreign troops over here and the troops that would go along with orders. And then all of the people that they brought on over the borders, the illegals, the gang members, and the Muslims, all here to go door to door for gun confiscation and to bring about a civil war here at the same time because they're going to impose martial law under that system. Now, I'm not saying that that is not a very clear and present danger at this point. Um, the Bible says... In 1 Thessalonians 5, 6, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. And as much as a lot of people right now are celebrating, I would say this verse right now would be very, very, very applicable to not let our guards down regarding prayer. 
And I mean, I don't want to be Johnny Raincloud. I'm just saying that I'm looking at the next two months where he's not quite president yet. Obama's in this lame duck, but yet, like I've said before, is this going to be plan B? Where, okay, they couldn't pull it off as much as they tried to. They did every underhanded, dirty trick to try to rig this election. They had dead people voting. They had people, I, I saw videos of women stuffing ballot boxes for Hillary. I mean, I'm talking they had like handfuls of, of ballots. Postal workers destroying ballots for Trump. Always women, it seems like, that were doing because those were the ones that were rabidly wanting, for the most part, her to get in. Now, I'm not saying there weren't men, but I'm saying for the most part, from what I've seen, the rabid Hillary supporters that were women were the most rabid. Um, they wanted her in like, you know, I, I saw the videos today on the, on all the social justice warriors and all these women bawling their eyes out. And most of them are, are women. They can't believe it. they're screaming. They're going nuts. They're going crazy. And, and it's like, it's like how demon possessed do you have to be to follow that stinking witch? How evil, how far gone are you? How, when did you get turned over to a reprobate mind? According to Romans 1. When did you have your conscience seared with a hot iron? You, you will beg. I look at these people and when I, when I went to the Trump rally, it's like these people are going to beg for the mark of the beast. They're going to beg for it. Now, I pray to God if it be possible their souls be saved. But the spirit of God will not always strive with man. Okay? And... I, I view very few of these actually ever repenting of anything. They're so, their minds are so darkened with sin, so darkened with evil. They're, they'll overlook every single wicked thing that Hillary's ever done. It doesn't matter to them. She could, she could be sacrificing little children on the front lawn and they're okay with it. Barbecuing them or whatever on the front lawn of, of the White House. She's, they're, they're all good with it. It wouldn't matter. All of these scandals that have come out, all of the things that, that, that she has done and Bill has done, doesn't matter to him. And it's literally, and then the mass media. I mean, the whole months and months and months of demonization of Trump and the propping up of Hillary. And all of them saying, oh, they, Trump doesn't have a chance. Hillary's going to win in a landslide. Trump's this, Trump's that. <clears throat> the demonization of Trump is unlike anything I have ever seen ever. This is another thing I was observing. Now, I didn't even really see the full extent of it because the only time I, I really saw the full extent of that because I refused to even go to CNN online anymore. They're, they're so wicked and corrupt. But if I was like at the gym on the treadmill, and I mean, you, you can't avoid it. If, if like you watch any kind, I would just watch the nightly news just to see how bad it was. Every single station you would turn, the first 10 minutes was just pure demonization of Trump. Pure. So I look at the most wicked factions of the world system, and I look at them all in unison coming against one man and propping up the most wicked, stinking witch presidential candidate that this country has ever known by far. And I have to say, there's a clear delineation here. There's a clear clear delineation of you know who is evil for who is evil 100% putting 
all of their chips in, all of their money behind. You look at George Soros, all the probably billions he's put into this. All of the wicked people in the financial industry that, 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 that are um, banking on Hillary to continue their wicked ways in Wall Street and the hedge funds and all the garbage that they've profited off of. Then all of a sudden, Trump starts to win and, and, and the stock markets start to plunge. Because it's like this, the sinking rats, they realize their way of life is going to go bye-bye. So they get off, they're trying to get off the, the sinking ship that Trump has said he's going to you know, go in and reform. Now that remains to be seen. But I'm just telling you, I'm trying to look at the big picture here. I'm trying to look at everything that led up to this point and explain to you my take on things, I guess. And the Bible says in, in Psalm 94, 16 and 20, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? Now, one of the thing, first thing we're going to talk about is how Hillary was going to stack the Supreme Court with liberal justices. That, by itself, was enough reason to pray Hillary did not get in. Because that has such far-reaching implications because they're like appointed for life, essentially. And, and, and how that would shape the United States in the most horrific way imaginable. You think it's bad now with all the transgender, bisexual... And I'm not saying Trump's going to be perfect, but he has said that he is going to put in conservative justices in there. Okay, Hillary's promised to put the most radical of the radical, the most pro-abortion, the most pro-death, the most pro-lesbian, bisexual, uh, transgender, and gay. That's been her... So what I'm saying here is when I bring up something that Hillary would have done, Trump has basically in almost every instance, said he's going to do the opposite. I'm not going to get into all the stuff he said he's going to do. But I'm saying that if I bring up something, he said he's going to do essentially the opposite. Okay, the plot. Now, whether he does or not, that remains to be seen. And a lot can happen in the next two months. If, if they say, no, okay, we're going to plan B, we couldn't get Hillary in, now it's World War III time. And they do something to provoke Russia, and we're in World War III, and then Obama declares martial law, and guess what? Now, I'm not sure, 100% sure, under a lame duck, how easily he could stay in the presidency. I know if it, he was during his regular presidency term, he could. Whether it be a lame duck, I don't know. I don't know as much, but if he declares martial law, he may, whatever, declare himself king dictator of the universe, and... Trump's out the door. I don't know what he tried. The, the guy's been so arrogant. I guess the point is he's been so arrogant. There's nothing I wouldn't put past him. They're not going to give up control peacefully. This is one battle I do believe that they were not able to rig this, although they tried. Through the prayers, through the fasting, it appears that God prevented Hillary and again, I'm focusing on Hillary. He prevented Hillary from getting the presidency. And again, I've never seen more people praying and fasting about, about an event ever since I've been a Christian. Ever. Not even close. People know this country is going down the tubes. And the people that showed up at the Trump rallies were evidence of that. They're desperate. 
They know that if Hillary gets in, it's over. And again, we're going to look at why it would have been over today. Now, again, I don't know what's going to happen in the next two months. I'm not saying that, you know, Trump might get in there, and I've said this before, and it might be whatever. You know, I, I would hope to God he's not going to be the devil incarnate. He would have to literally go back on essentially every single thing he said. Which, I don't think he could get away with that because there's way too many people that are, are holding him accountable and they're already, okay, here's what you said. It's already started. That's not going away. They expect him to do what other politicians have not done in the past and actually back up what he says. He says he's going to do that. He says the first day he's going to get in there. He's going to um, basically deactivate all of these exec these wicked executive orders Obama put in place. Hey, that would be an unbelievable start. Obamacare being one of the main ones. That would be an unbelievable start. If this guy does 50% of what he said, now I hope he does 100, but if he does 50% of what he said, this country would start to take on a whole new... Um, Just, it would be like a, 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 to, a total move in, in a totally different direction than the way it's been heading for literally decades. And I mean that in a positive way. Would it be a massive, unbelievable, un, are there still tons and tons of wicked, yeah, they're all the same wicked people are in place. So it's not like they're just going to, you know, whatever. He says he's going to drain the swamp. That's a bold endeavor. If God is with him, and and he is and he is who he says he is, and there are people praying and fasting, I'm not saying God can't use him. I guess the point I'm trying to make: God's used um, people in the Bible that were not saved in order to do His bidding. There there have been those times. God sets up kings and these types of things. So, again, I'm not being dogmatic about that. I'm not really here to so much focus in on Trump, but I'm trying to say, okay, here's what we would have. 100% gotten under a Hillary presidency. Okay. Um, and when the Bible says, who will rise up from, against me against the evildoers, who shall stand up against me for the workers of iniquity? All you out there that were praying and fasting about this, that's what you were doing. You were rising up against the evildoers. You were standing up for God against the workers of iniquity. So I, I'm, I'm here to give credit to all those people that were doing that because it's such a clear delineation about this. Um, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And again, that's why I say we need to be more vigilant now than ever because you've got now these people that are absolutely despondent, they're desperate, they're angry, and they're not going to give up control without the most, I mean, the, 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 the fight leading up to this was, was, I mean, all of the dirty tricks, the lies, everything that I've seen leading up to this election, how he won, I, I have, I mean, I, I can't see any other way than it was the hand of God. He had everything stacked against him. They had every way they were trying to rig the vote. They've got rigged voting machines. They've got rigged people at the polls, stuff in ballot boxes. They've got dead people voting. they got people showing up, um, <coughs> bringing the illegal aliens in at, at a breakneck pace, more than they've ever been pouring in. And Obama goes on before the election and says, yes, you can vote and there will be no repercussions. Illegal aliens fresh from the border 
trying to do every single thing they could do to rig this, and it still wasn't enough. So, I've never seen anything like it. But, when you when you have a like a great victory like this that's when you need to really look to say okay well we we're we're we're, we've had a great victory but we need to be sober we need to be vigilant because that's a lot of times when the devil really 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 wants to come in and knock you off you know your perch not to say anybody's on a perch or or proud or whatever but i'm just very leery of the next two months what they could try to pull and i'm just saying that that it's it's important to be in prayer um about this um the bible says in psalm 97 10 ye that love the lord hate evil and to me that's what a lot of this was i looked at all the wickedness and evil hillary has represented and represents. I look at the wickedness and evil of the money that was behind her, George Soros and all the Illuminati and the world government and all the wicked Republicans and Democrats that have went along with Obama's policy and how Obama campaigned for her and Michael, I mean Michelle, sorry, campaigned for her and, 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 and the Pope going against Trump and China and all of these wicked countries going. And I look at all the Hollywood getting behind Hillary jay-z and beyonce and, and lebron jay and all these people that are devils on the clinton train and they love evil they love evil is is, is how i view it lady gaga and then all the stuff comes out about the spirit cooking and i think that's when i really lost it <laughs> When that, where they, where they're bringing in little, little children, little boys, little girls, you know, the hot tub parties and, and molesting them, and they had all this code talk. They were using Podesta and his brother and and Weiner and 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 this was implicated in with Hillary and 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 Epstein and their in their flights to that pervert island together. Hillary went there. Bill went there. And and you just it really strikes home that these people love. <coughs> to rape little children, to sexually molest them, and also to kill them in satanic ceremonies and drink their blood. This is the kind of wicked, evil people that we're dealing with here. And, and again, I think that's what just, that burden hit me. And maybe for, 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 a, for a, a, a brief window, I got a glimpse of... of and I'm not saying uh, like a burden from God of, of how, of how it grieves him, you know, uh, where to the point where I was, I mean, I, I can't even listen to myself on that. I, 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 you know, I sound like a little child. We, and I, I just couldn't help it. You know, it's like a little, little boy that, that is just weeping like for his daddy to stop this. And, and, I just think I got a brief, brief glimpse of, of maybe um, how God, how, how it, all the things that are going on on the planet, you know, that are that are grieving God. I gotta believe that that the that the defilement and the sexual molestation and the murdering, especially in satanic ceremonies of the children, in in all these blood ceremonies they do, and the wicked, evil garbage that I can't even really repeat on air with that spirit cooking alone 
And Lady Gaga was up there said, oh, she's like my, my favorite. I just follow. Uh, it's like, God, please, in the name of Jesus Christ, consume them in a pillar of fire. Let, let their bodies be, you know, turned to worms and in the sight of all men, that all men would see and fear and declare the work of God, that they would wisely consider if he's doing, please stop letting these wicked, evil devils prosper and hurt little babies and children and getting rich in the process and ruling over humanity and spraying us with chemtrails and putting fluoride in the water and giving us GMO foods and all of the wicked things that they're planning for us. Yeah, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Ye that love the Lord hate evil. And to me, that's what this whole thing leading up to this has really been about. I hate evil. I hate it. You know, and, and you can only look at evil so long before it's like, whoa, okay. <laughs> this is so grievous. So wicked. And then, and then you start to get these, these emails coming in from the WikiLeaks. And you start to see the, the literal depravity. And then it starts to confirm everything you've researched. Going For me, going all the way back to like... You know, when I became a Christian in 1994, because I was, basically I read the book En Route to Global Occupation by Gary Kahn. It, it was literally, it, I got led to the Lord reading the book, but it did so by telling you about what is the New World Order? What are the Freemasons? What is the, what is the coming one world system under any Christ? What, how are they leading up to that point? So that's what I cut my teeth on. And all I've ever gotten is confirmation. So I guess this last week was really, really a, uh, you know, I don't know, just kind of leading up to that, that whole thing. Demonstrating that in, in, in confirming everything that I've basically ever reported on. Now, um, this isn't going to be a, a super long study. Um, I just want to go over, again, the first report is why a Hillary Clinton presidency, presidency would destroy the United States. Okay, so this starts out by saying, of all the 2016 presidential candidates, both Republican and Democrat, the worst one by far is Hillary Clinton. If she's, now this is written before this, but again, the points are what I want to emphasize here. If she's elected to the presidency, her policies may bring an end to the United States as we know it. Here's just part of the reasons why. Number one, stacking the Supreme Court with liberal justices. The most devastating effect of a, of a President Hillary could be how it would impact the Supreme Court. Assuming that the Senate Republicans have the fortitude to delay a vote on President Obama's court appointment, the next president will be responsible for choosing the next four to five Supreme Court justices. By nominating younger justices, it's not an exaggeration to say that the next president will set the direction of the court for the next 30 years. We have to face a cold hard fact here. The Supreme Court justices who were nominated by Democratic presidents unswervingly vote always in a liberal way. They never, never, never deviate from their mandate to always decide in favor of a progressive social engineering. Republican nominees have a much less consistent record. For example, Justice Kennedy, who was appointed by President Reagan, has the reputation of being a swing vote on liberal social justice cases. So he's nothing more than a devil too, as far as I'm concerned. It was Kennedy that provided the majority vote in the Obger fell decision that legalized same-sex marriage. Chief Justice Roberts, who was nominated by President Bush, voted in favor of Obamacare. So I, I'm no fan of his either. Um, but at least most of the time they vote in a conservative way. But again, they're 
you know, it, if you had, if you pack it with four to five liberals on top of these guys, I mean, it, you might as well just, they're going to vote liberal every single time. They're going to have the majority anyway. Social conservatives are very concerned that stacking the court with liberal justices will forever enshrine abortion rights and the same-sex marriage as the law of the land. Now, again, Trump has promised to do the exact opposite of what Hillary has promised to do regarding the Supreme Court justices issue. Okay, so again, that's a gigantic issue all by itself. They are correct to have this fear, but a greater risk is of what is coming down the pike. We've already seen the opening shots fired in the campaign to make pedophilia mainstream. Well, look, look at all the stuff we're talking about with Clinton and Podesta and Anthony Weiner and all of them. They want pedophilia mainstream. They want their literal religion legally protected and mainstream. If it's wicked and evil, they will, and I guarantee you under Clinton it, it would happen. With a majority liberal court, the pedophiles will be able to achieve in eight years what it took the gays decades to achieve. And they say eight years because they're assuming she'd be in for eight. As terrible as the social engineering will be, the next change will be even worse. What is that? Gun confiscation. And we're not, again, this is the exact opposite of what Trump said he's going to do. Now, again, we're, we're, we don't know, we, 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 but again, he has promised over and over to protect the Second Amendment. Okay, that's been one of his main platforms. So going further, it says, liberals hate the Second Amendment. It has always been their dream for decades um, to take away guns from law-abiding public. They want to take away your guns so badly that President Obama even cried about it. And it shows a picture of him crying, this fork-tongued devil. Uh, there has been one thing that is continually stymied. Because if he could have had the gun confiscation in his presidency, he could have had easily martial law. He could have had us all in prison camps. He could have had us all... So much of, of, of the of the um, undesirables that he would term, they would be dead. So it, it's so near and dear to him that it, it brought him to tears. Because gun control is always what precipitates mass extermination of the populace. Every single time you look at Mao Zedong, you look at Stalin, you look at Hitler, Pol Pot, gun confiscation always preceded the mass genocide of the population. Every time. And this is why... You see Obama, the devil, crying about it here. There has been one thing that is continually stymied, and again, I mean on the PDF that I'm putting up for this date, it's, you'll see it there. There's been one thing that has continuously stymied democratic efforts to confiscate your gun, the Second Amendment of the Constitution. But liberals view the Constitution as a document that should be interpreted in whatever way is most suitable to their opinions. Again, when I went to like the Trump rally, all that mattered is what they wanted. They were, had the audacity to show up there to try to almost literally, if they had their way, prevent me from even hearing Trump. All that matters is what they want. They are the most self-centered. <clears throat> the liberals in this country are the most self-centered, sorry, bunch of evil, wicked, demon-possessed devils I have ever seen. They will make a wonderful army for the Antichrist. And they will beg for the mark of the beast. It's unbelievable. Um... I would not be surprised to see a majority liberal court decide that right to bear arms is an outmoded vestige of our colonial past. Although she has not made it a campaign promise, Hillary has already expressed interest in using Australia's gun buyback method to confiscate guns in the U.S. Oh, you guarantee she gets it. If she would have got in full gun confiscation somewhere in, in that probably first four years. I mean, I again, that is that is a linchpin issue for them to... You know, 
exterminate the populace. As soon as President Hillary is able to get a, uh, if she's not, but as soon if she was president, she's able to get a liberal majority on the Supreme Court, expect her to make gun confiscation a top priority. Hillary's crusade against guns may be the spark that sets off the revolt in the U.S. as a minority of Americans would rather fight than be part of the right to bear arms. And again, this is what we, we would have had had she got in. One of the things, just one. <clears throat> Proverbs 28, 15, I, I inserted Bible verses in here. As a roaring lion and a ranging bear, so is a wicked ruler over the poor people. And then... And, this is what she would have been, a roaring lion and a ranging bear seeking to devour us. Anybody righteous, anybody that would have a pro-Second Amendment, pro-life, pro-Christian, pro-veteran, you know, uh, pro-Constitution, pro-righteous stance, you know, and the databases are there, they'd be the ones you, you, they'd be coming after. You'd be the ones they'd be coming after. Third point, illegal immigration, particularly of radical Muslims. Uh, it is really difficult to get more liberal on immigration than most of the Republican candidates. Jeb, I mean, the Republicans, again, are just as sorry as the Democrats. The Republicans, even though we've had a majority Republican Senate and House, it hasn't made any difference because they just went along with everything Obama wanted anyway. So we retained majority of the Republican uh, Senate and the House, but now... God willing, Trump gets in there. It's going to be a whole whole different type of of um, I hope at least a whole different type of uh, of environment. Um, it is really difficult to get more liberal uh, than most Republican candidates. Jeb Bush famously called illegal immigration a quote an act of love. Illegal immigration and all of the Republican candidates except for Trump call for dramatically increasing legal immigration levels. In this department, Hillary does not disappoint either. Even comedian Bill Mayer, a flaming liberal, mocked Hillary's ultra-liberal position on this. He said, quote, There's been a real change with the Democrats, a mission creep, I would call it. I understand their position was comprehensive immigration reform. Now, in front of Univision, it seems to have morphed into, quote, You get across the river and you're here to stay. End of quote. And that's a flaming liberal saying that about her. Hillary pretends her position on immigration is because she wants to help the poor, immigrants. But there are two real reasons for her favoring wide-open borders. The first is that she wants to provide her... And again, he says two, I say at least seven. And that's there's probably more. Okay, I'm going to give my reasons after his two. Because two is not even remotely accurate. Because this is something I've done so many studies on. And <clears throat> I couldn't just let it go at two here. There are two real reasons for her favoring wide open borders. The first is she wants to provide her big donors with an abundant supply of cheap labor. Illegals for the low end and <clears throat> H-1B visas for the higher end. Excuse me. Hillary shares this goal in common with a Republican establishment. The second is that she wants to ensure her re-election and Democrat hegemony over the U.S. for the future. Recent immigrants vote overwhelmingly Democrat. Obama received 71% of the Hispanic vote and 73% of the Asian vote. And again, this is why Obama, knowing that there was a good possibility Hillary was going to lose, opened up the borders in the last couple months more than it has ever... I mean, the Border Patrol, I put tons of links out about this in my newsletters, saying the, the borders are wide open. We have never seen more illegal immigrants crossing. And then Obama goes on air and says, yeah, you can vote and there'll be no repercussions. 
None at all. No, no law of the land, no nothing. You, whereas we could never go to Canada, we could never go to Mexico and not end up in jail. But it's fine for them just to pour over our borders and, you know, that's fine. Because, you know, there is no real righteous law in this land. Um, going further, by letting in hordes of new, of new illegal aliens, Hillary will change the U.S. from a center-right country into a full-tilt left-wing multicultural hellhole. Again, uh, yeah, absolute goal. And it will stay that way forever. Now, my comment, the third reason, so let's keep going with this. The third reason is to further overburden the U.S. economy with all the benefits these illegals and their families they bring over receive. Free healthcare, free this, free housing, all these free benefits that they end up getting when they get here, okay? Which will in part lead to an eventual collapse of the U.S. economy, which will give the New World Order an excuse to form the North American superstate, which will be one of the ten regions predicted in the Bible during the time of the tribulation. The fourth reason is all the diseases the illegals are bringing over to further spread uh, to the indigenous population of, the, of America, which would be you and I, okay? They want to bring that tb over uh, tuberculosis and all of these different diseases that they're bringing over in mass to us so that we're infected as well which will give the elitists all the more excuse to eventually advance their vaccine programs okay see all of the things they're accomplishing by open borders and we're just getting started the fifth reason is to bring all their ungodly religions from central america and and mexico like the santa moarte death cult which is one of the major the, the top growing cult devil religion in mexico and in central america it's the one that the drug cartels all adopt is their their patron saint they literally are worshiping the angel of death santa moarte it's a skeleton in like a uh, like a robe black robe with a sickle it's literally the angel of death which is actually known as Azrael. and they worship it and they and they and they, they sacrifice to it and they, and they give it things and they do all of these things to gain favor with it and, and to have revenge on their enemies and to get more money and, and to have, you know, a success with uh, maybe uh, getting in relationships and all of this garbage. And they're bringing that devil death cult over. I had a listener the other day. She sent me pictures of inside a public school in California and there was literally, it was one of their, I don't know, cultural things and they had literally Santa Marti death stuff literally in the school. Like it's this wonderful multicultural thing we're going to bring into the school. So now it's actually in the public school systems, at least in California and probably elsewhere. Literally worshiping the angel of death. And you think that's not all by design to bring that evil wickedness into this country? Um, so whereas the illegal Muslims coming over bringing more of their devil-worshiping Islam into the country, they are trying to create the darkest possible spiritual situation with these open borders and they're doing it on purpose remember this is this is one aspect to what hillary would would double down on and and even go more great guns than obama i mean she wants to I, we're going to get into that how many more 500% increase in syrian islamic invaders alone these are not christians it's like 0.3 0.3% of the people coming over from Syria are Christians, whereas they're the ones being persecuted and fleeing for their lives. No, 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 no. We're going to keep them over there, and we're going we're gonna to bring in the most radical elements of Islam and let them come in and just look what wonderful fruit that's produced in Europe. Third world hellhole, so much of it now. Sweden's just gone. 
So again, all of this is being done by design, and this is what a Hillary presidency would absolutely look like. It would be the final nail in the coffin of this country. Every single one of these reasons that I'm giving you are gigantically huge. They're not little things, you know? And all of this is just from the open borders alone, that just which is one aspect of what we're talking about. Um, so they are tr again i want to just reemphasize this they're trying to create the darkest possible spiritual situation with these open borders and they're doing it on purpose darkness over the land with all these wicked religions that they're bringing in and i'm not saying americans are perfect or whatever but i'm talking about they're trying to compound sin upon sin upon sin the sixth reason is, is to let the fifth column illegals which are in part comprised of the most evil gangs on the planet, like MS-13 and the Mexican Mafia, etc. And also Muslims, Chinese, communists, crossing the U.S. border unchecked so that they will be at the bidding of the New World Order when the green light is given to destroy America. It's another reason, okay? Now, this is from a report about this subject, so I'm going to read this. America is in the midst of a simmering crisis regarding illegal immigration and the growing Islamist terrorism. What is happening in Europe will be our will be in our experience will be our experience okay will be our experience unless we address the problem responsibly I mean they're bringing them over now Obama's been bringing them over literally giving them like the the Islamists literally bringing them over under the cover of night in UPS planes you know flying flying in <coughs> um, on buses with blacked out windows shipping them in flying them in letting them come over the border and then getting them coordinating them to get to these islamic training bases in in the remote parts of america where they can get trained and then they will go out they will go into the muslim community and when at the given time given the green light where they will go out and wreak as much havoc on this country as possible all of that has been set up and it's been going on for decades i've documented it over and over and they're just waiting for the green light and again like i said they could pull the trigger on this stuff in this next two months which would be okay they had to advance their game plan maybe they weren't quite ready but they're anything to not have trump in there and this is the way if they're desperate enough this is the way i would think they would be looking at it to bring about that order out of chaos to bring that shock and on to, to implement that martial law and to say hey sorry trump you know you 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 got to stay out we're, we're we're gonna do it this way and then and then to implement all of these things that i'm talking about here you know, um, now that's why I said for us to be really, really still very, very vigilant in prayer, um, regarding this whole situation, because I cannot see them just giving up on these plans that they have been enacting for decades and going their merry way. And then none of this happening now, could God prevent it? Absolutely. Um, I just really believe we just saw his hand move regarding this election. Uh, I'm just saying Christianity needs to keep that same fervor up. And I got a feeling a lot of Christians are going to let their guard down now. A lot of the ones that were just kind of doing, they're, they're not looking at the sheer wickedness of what we're facing here. And that's why I'm doing this study to kind of get us refocused on, listen, these people are pure evil. And I cannot see them just, walking away taking up their marbles and walking away and, and you know saying good game so um going further here uh 
Hillary's party pushes amnesty, uh, open borders, full work permits, full benefits. I mean, again, these are for illegal aliens of all stripes. Amnesty, here, you're a citizen. Open borders, full work permits, full benefits leading to voting rights, support for sanctuary cities. That way, if, 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 if you have a, a place like a sanctuary city, they can go there, they can rape and kill and murder all they want there, and they're in a sanctuary city. Ah, there's no real legal repercussions. Go your merry way. Keep raping and pillaging and stealing. And proposing a 500% increase in the Syrian Islamic invaders alone. This is over what Obama... There's a link to that, and, and, and that is not something that's an opinion. She has flat out said it. That's her policy. This is a known commodity. This is what she would do. 500% increase in the Syrian invaders. It's not, America's not getting destroyed quick enough. We're not like Sweden yet. They can't have that. They want to destabilize this country in every possible way they can so that we're a third world hellhole like Sweden. So that we're going to turn into what Europe is turning into. See, we're, we're behind. So they got to catch us up. And this, again, this is what a Hillary president, and uh, uh, Trump has obviously said, no, no, no. We need to stop this. We need to vet these people. And, and uh, to be quite honest, I, I really what I would like to see is what Japan does, where they don't let any of them in. And I know you could say, well, that's, you know, look at what Islam represents. Look at all the studies I've done on Islam. Look at the wickedness behind. And at the end of the day, you could say, yeah, well, what about the good Muslims? You know what? At the end of the day, they all pray to the same devil. So whenever they're praying to the same devil and to the same Allah, they're invoking that same devil and demon. Mosques are just there eventually to, and again, I said this in, the, in a previous study, they're, they're basically there as staging areas for when the great jihad begins, when the great slaughter of the infidel begins, which is exactly what they want. They want full subjugation of the whole earth. That is going to be their staging areas. You look at a mosque in, in, in your area, just understand that area is bent upon your destruction and your death and your death of your family. And I'm talking about raping, stealing, killing, pillaging, and no rights for the infidels and subjugating everyone under Sharia law. So where 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 do you where do you stop? Where do you where do you, where do you play patty cake with that? Where do you say, oh well, we need to just let them in certain amount? No, no, you don't. They're, all they're doing is establishing a beachhead. Oh, they're peaceful Muslims. No, they're not. I I don't buy it. I just I I don't buy it. They're all praying to the same devil. They're there to put a nice good face forward. They're there to establish a beachhead so that the more radical sect can hide behind the ones that are putting up a nice face to their neighbors. Maybe the ones that are putting up a nice face to their neighbors, maybe they don't want to cut your head off. But the fact is, is they're hiding a lot of these of the more radical elements in these places, in these sanctuary areas. J Japan figured it out. They're like, no, we need to have a ban on this. Um... I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's almost you know. That's the way I see it. Um, vigilant screening and vetting of these refugees isn't realistic or even possible at this time, so it has to be stopped. Addressing the immigration problem with the accompanying influx of drugs, criminals, terrorists, and competition for jobs requires firm, competent leadership and responsible strategies to protect the homeland. Our country must enact a suspension of refugees entering from countries where terrorist activity is rampant. We must put in place a protective wall and a proper border security before it's too late. And again, that's one of the things he's promised to do is build a wall. Um, with radical jihadism on the increase in chilling ways, we must have proactive terrorist 
we must be proactive. Terrorist attacks in Brussels, Paris, and Nice, and beyond have jolted Europe. Um, leaders in the formerly touristy Calais, France areas are demolishing sections of what has become a crime-riddled jungle taken over by Muslims, and there's links to all of these reports. In Europe, out of control, in Europe's out-of-control migrant crisis. Former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair recently warned that millions of Muslims infiltrating localities hold beliefs fundamentally incompatible with the modern world. We simply cannot afford to be naive in this critical area. Now, the seventh reason. Now, this is all, again, this is all stuff that I'm saying in addition to this report. Uh, to keep all the illegal drugs like heroin and meth coming into America to demon infest the users and to destroy the morality and the will of Americans using these drugs. Because those types of drugs, especially those types, are, are just uh, cocaine. Um, they demon infest you. They addict you. You, you. you become you know a totally different person. You do not care about moral issues. All you care about is your next fix. <clears throat> and they want to keep those drugs coming in, just like Hillary Clinton and Bill flying uh, C-40 planes in, into Mena, Arkansas, at that airport they had there, over and over and over to bring in the cocaine into the country, which is one of the ways they were killing, you know, putting that out on the streets and killing Americans. That was known, that's been known for decades they were doing that. These are the most wicked, evil devils you could ever conceive and hillary's more wicked than bill by by quite a long stretch i would have to say she's a higher level witch than he is in the occult that's well known she's some kind of grand whatever and that's why when when bill would overstep his boundaries even when he was president she beat the tar out of the guy you know scream beat i mean the security the, the secret security saw it and, and and that was witnessed many many times she's she goes, she, she throws fits like you can't even believe, even to this day. Um, so some major players in the bringing in the heroin, the meth, the cocaine, and all these things uh, are the Juarez cartel, the Sinaloa cartel, the Tijuana cartel, and there's a whole bunch more. But again, we're working, our country's working with them, the ones that want to play ball, to make sure that those drugs are getting here. Now, obviously, they're going to have some busts at the border, obviously. That's all for them. A lot of times the busts happen because they will send in shipments that they know are going to get busted. And while all the DEA or drug officers or whatever focused on that, and then they get a whole bunch through. They do that with plane, with people smuggling on planes. They'll, they'll have patsies that go in there. They know they're going to get busted. While everybody, all the, the their uh, workers are, are looking at them, the ones that have the, the drugs or whatever they want to protect, they get through on the plane. It's well known they do that to people. I've seen many, many reports about that. What are, what are some other things? More feminism uh, under Hillary. Hillary's eight years in the Senate are not marked by any notable achievements, and the defining feature of her tenure, or by any positive notable achievements, and her defining feature of her tenure, Secretary of State, was the terrorist attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi, which after which left four Americans dead. Bill, Bill and Hillary have way over have had way over 100 people murdered who knew too much or exposed I, like I said I think it's about 119 at least that we know of and this is all this is going all the way back to when Bill was governor of Arkansas for these reasons she cannot point to her own record which is totally horrific Hillary has laid great emphasis on the fact that she's a woman so that's what she has to bank on that she's a woman okay in the interview with Time magazine she pretty much said that women are better at governing than men Whereas the Bible says, and there's not a lot of preachers that'll say this, but I will, 
Isaiah 3.12, and I'm not saying it because I'm a chauvinist, I'm saying it because this is what the Bible says. As for my people, now this is a time where God's people were under judgment, children rule over, our, no, children are their oppressors. You think of how many spoiled, rotten, devil brat children that are now millennials, that are now growing up. Taylor has friends that, that, you know, she went with Christian in Christian high school and like I know one of them in particular is totally pro rapidly. She was Bernie and then and then totally pro Hillary and she's just despondent now. And and she she's seen a lot of people, you know, that, you know, maybe she doesn't even know, but just totally despondent over over um Hillary losing. I mean just just support groups at like public colleges are going on and, and just weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth because Hillary didn't get in. And you think, you think, what kind of upbringing did these people get? What kind of parenting, non-existent parenting, did they get? This group of, of, of wicked, evil generation millennials that are coming. Now, I'm not saying they're all bad, but I'm saying a gigantic minority. Taylor quoted me something today about that if this election were to be determined by people that were 24 and under they showed a projected map of america and you know how they, they showed last night okay all that was red were the trump dominators she said the vast vast majority of america was all blue so this is the generation this is the wicked generation coming up that's been created by design now again i'm not saying they're all wicked I'm not saying your children, I'm saying that in general though, this is the new world order, public school system created, Obama created, pro-gay, pro-abortion, pro-transgender, pro-evil, pro-wicked um, generation that is being raised up now that are weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth over Hillary losing, which is really scary stuff here. Isaiah 3.12, as for my people... Children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. Now, that's a sign of judgment. Okay, There's no place in the Bible that you can really look at to say, oh, okay, women were the leader. Oh, well, Deborah, in Judges, where everyone, every man did that was, which was right in his own eyes. It wasn't a time, Judges was not a time where you look at, at a positive. He had to use Deborah because the men were so sorry. Okay? And now that against Deborah, I'm just saying, that's why he had to use her. Because the men were so sorry. So when you have women ruling over men, it's a sign of judgment. Okay, this is why the Bible says that the pastor or the elder or the deacon or the bishop must be the husband of one wife. It never says the wife of one husband. There is no Bible for women in the clergy, for women ministers, for women preachers, for women. There is no, I mean, I understand you could say, well, what about prophets and okay well there, there's some scripture for that yes but i'm talking about women teaching men women ruling over men a woman being the head of a country i mean come on how, how could you women rule over them can you imagine with this power tripping witch from the pit of hell what kind of hellish existence it would have been for men in general, particularly if you're a white man, I'm sorry, but the white man is the source of all sin, according to what I've seen, according to what the New World Order agenda is, you know, sorry, but that's, that's, the, that's the agenda that's been set afoot. The white men are the, are the source of all wickedness and evil on the planet. White people in general are. 
You know, that has been the narrative that is put out over and over and over again. In Hollywood, every time you, 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 if, if you see any kind of thing on the TV, commercials, stuff like that. And again, I don't even have TV, but the ones I see, white men are portrayed as the biggest dolts and idiots that you can imagine. Or they're portrayed as the most evil. They're portrayed one of two ways. Okay? That's how they're portrayed, as either total morons or idiots, or just flat out the most evil people always can have. And usually they have a Christian bent, but they're wicked and evil to the core. And they're just hiding behind the Christianity thing, because all Christians are wicked and evil. All of this is brainwashing, and it's not so subtle. Okay, so this is the agenda. And again, what does this also do? It creates racial divide. Every time you, 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 you would see on TV, so much of this is now about, they're always going back to like, blacks being in slavery or blacks being oppressed during the 50s the 40s and 30s and how the white man did all the stuff and the kkk and all and they're trying to just dredge up all this stuff constantly to create racial division between whites and blacks and create that race war that soros has put billions into creating all by design every bit of it okay and so again isaiah three twelve: as for my people children are their oppressors and women rule over them Oh, my people, which lead thee, which lead thee, cause thee to err and destroy the way of thy paths. That doesn't sound like a positive verse for children being our oppressors and women ruling over men. Again, I did a whole study on this. Um, and just can women in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. It's just all Bible. You could say, oh, you're chauvinistic. Oh, I'm sure a social justice warrior could call me that all day long. I'm just telling you what the Bible says. You know, I'm sorry. I'm just not going to make apologies for what the Bible says. And again, I try to do it in a very, very nice way. And I am very, very pro-women. I love women. I have nothing against women. I'm just telling you, here's what the Bible says. Here's what it says. Here are the verses where it says it. And if you have a problem with the verses, take it up with God. You know, I'm not here to, you know, try to offend people and stuff, but it's very, very clear scripturally what the Bible has to say about that subject. But again, you'll hardly ever hear that preached nowadays because it's not popular. People lose people out of their congregation and, you know. Anyway, because women comprise one of Hillary's two largest voting blocks, you can bet that she will push feminism and girl power at every turn. Um... And again, with what the feedback I'm getting from Taylor, she says that the vast, vast majority of the people she's seen weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth are the women. They're, they're just absolutely despondent, the ones that were following Hillary. And just cannot believe a woman is not going to be president and it was just, oh, it was so close and you know, now we're going to be, we're going to be under slavery, under, under trees, going to, he's going to, I heard one guy on, on a report today say that I evidently, he was Jewish. He was talking to one of his friends who was pro Trump and he was like, yeah, he says, I just wonder how long it's going to be before I have to start wearing a yellow star on the outside of my, uh, garments like they did during Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah. That's what Trump's going to do. Yeah. He's, he's going to slaughter all the Jews like Hitler did. Where does, where do these people get this stuff? All of these people saying, oh, Trump's, it, it's going to be, we're going to go under whatever. Slavery, they're, they're going to, uh, what did I hear about the gays today? That they're going to start, uh, the gays think that they're going to, um, I, I don't know, uh, maybe hung at the stake or <laughs> burned at the stake. I don't know. It was some, some absolutely ridiculous 
thing. And, and again, it's not that I'm pro-gay. I'm just saying that that you know they're saying all of this stuff that Trump has never ever said. And again, I don't like the gays um, being any kind of faction or element in this country um, at all. But I'm not going to say go around and you know burn them at the stake or do anything like that. I mean, there's no Bible for that at all. You know, um, but it's just unbelievable what all I mean, they're rioting in the streets right now. A lot of them, they, a lot of them are coming. I mean, the same reprobates I saw at the Trump rallies are out there just they're burning. I've heard of pe- people already um, getting their cars smashed up. You have a, a Trump sticker. It was a risky enough before to have one on your vehicle. I've been hearing now cars are being smashed up. They're being burned. They're, I mean, all of this stuff because they have all these social justice devil warriors following Hillary, these basket of reprobate devils are just like kids that little three-year-olds that didn't get their way and they're throwing this unbelievable temper tantrum now. Just further demonstrating the kind of devil ilk that they are. So expect to see more of that because I hear that's ramping up even more. So going further here... Um, Blacks, oh, okay, and then the last point here is racial divisiveness. Blacks comprise the second largest voting bloc for Hillary to keep the black vote. Hillary will follow in Obama's footsteps and continue to fan the fire of racial animus. Absolutely. We've already alluded to that. If Hillary is elected, expect to see many more cities burned down due to the race riots. All the while, Hillary will use racial tensions as a wedge to increase the federal and military police state, which is supposed to be reserved to the states. Race relations in the U.S. are a powder keg that are set to explode. Hillary is more than willing to light that match if it assures a second term. Again, it's a little late for that, but again, this is all part of their of their plan, and that George Soros was um, heavily and is heavily involved in that. Conclusion: I've left out a lot. I haven't mentioned the fact that Hillary is notorious for selling political influence. I haven't mentioned this email scandal or the fact that Hillary will continue the failed and interventionist foreign policy of the Bush and the Obama administrations to give reason why hillary would make a terrible president i would need several volumes and i agree with that this is just a cursory look at this uh after 16 years of cynical and inept leadership under bush and obama the u.s has already suffered immeasurable harm even with the best leadership it is doubtful that the u.s will ever regain its prior status the years of open borders enlargement of the welfare class and the destruction of the american manufacturing sector have inflicted permanent damage eight years of a hillary regime would only further accelerate this process of destruction i don't think there'd be any any thing left after eight i i just think it'd be over well i mean literally i meant when i meant the last nail in the coffin um remember that whole thing that deagle predicted about some, this massive depopulation that is going to occur between now and like 2025 and i'm talking it was like an 85 percent reduction in population in america uh, we haven't even talked about that in this but guaranteed Georgia Guidestone guidelines, first commandment of their new world order, reduce world population to 500 million in perpetual balance with nature or Mother Gaia. How are they going to get to those levels? Well, an 85% reduction of the American populace would be a good start for them. You know, and there's a number of different ways they could try to pull that off. But remember, God's on the throne. And this is why I, I do believe Christians coming together, praying and fasting about these issues is so important. And I think we've just seen evidence of that. Um, her policies will aggravate every problem and virtually guarantee that the United States will come apart at the seams. Okay, so let's continue further. Here are two consequences of Clinton claiming commander-in-chief, president. Number one, we haven't even talked about this. 
we have alluded to it but not totally talked about it abortion will become casual and commonplace and covered by tax dollars now of all the things i've talked about so far this is probably the one that's most near and dear to god's heart now again the supreme court packing the supreme court with liberal justices heavily relates to this point okay but as far as a point that I believe would be most near and dear to God's heart, this would be the one. So abortion will become casual and commonplace and covered by tax dollars. Hillary is, and I, and I would almost guarantee you that they would even force all the Christian insurances into this model of having to cover abortions and birth control and all the other garbage. Okay, Hillary is supported by abortion providers like Planned Parenthood and aggressively promotes tax-funded dismemberment of children on demand until the moment of birth meaning partial birth abortion, where they literally deliver the baby into the birth canal and then plunge, basically, scissor shears into their brain area. Um, you know, it, it's it's just so unbelievable. You're literally killing a fully formed baby. And granted, abortion at any stage is evil, wicked, and wrong. But it's it's just unbelievable how far they take it and justify it and, and, and that this is actually legal. It's It's incomprehensible. Although 8 in 10 Americans would limit abortion to the first trimester. And again, you know, okay, whatever. But, I mean, obviously, if you limited it to that, there'd obviously be a lot less abortions that could take place. Okay? I'm not saying that's wonderful, limiting it to the first trimester, obviously. But it's obviously far worse to have all the way up to, like, the moment of delivery where you can do it. Because obviously... A ton more children will be aborted she admitted on meet the press that an unborn baby is a person and a child yet believes an unborn person doesn't have any constitutional rights that's a quote her vice presidential candidate who is probably the creepiest dude i've ever seen have you seen that that dude kane man he is creepy he looks like he should be in one of those white like you know um good humor man uh white unitard outfits driving an ice cream truck you know offering free ice cream to the little kitties you know, if you know what i mean mr pervert extraordinaire that guy is evil looking and he's got a very evil history if you look into it um man he he's creepy perfect running mate for her perfect uh i i i I watched him one night when he was debating um pence what a rude devil i mean what a a butting in saying just very very immature just taunting and going in and saying oh yes you can't refute that and then he sounded like a little child and i'm like man where did they dig this guy up perfect though perfect running mate for hitlery perfect Her vice presidential candidate has a 100% abortion rating from NARAL, which is the National Abortion Rights Action League. So there's there's the quality of person this maggot is. Hillary's platform calls for overturning the Hyde Amendment, which is the law forbidding any taxpayer money for abortion passed by Congress in 1976. Uh, The Bible says, Proverbs 17, 15, He that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just, which is what Hillary does with every aspect of her life even they both are an abomination to the lord justifying the wicked and condemning the just you're an you're an abomination of the lord hitlery 
Isaiah 5.20 warned of them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And again, that's just standard operating procedure for Hillary. Okay, then the second point here is Mrs. Clinton's misguided, reckless, socialistic spending spree could finally collapse our economy. America's financial insolvency and its generational consequences spell out a disturbing... Oh, it would be the last nail in the coffin for the economy as well. Now, I'm not saying we're not already there. I'm not saying that the New World Order couldn't pull the plug on the economy with when they, you know, they've been printing money out of thin air for decades and decades and decades with no, no precious metal backing at all since i think like 68 we were off the silver standard totally i mean when they took every bit of silver um out of the coins around there because i know 63 was the last year quarters and dimes and, and that were in half dollars and dollars were made with 90 percent silver but then they also there was that was like a 40 percent after that and some of the coins anyway um America's financial insolvency and its generational consequences spell out a disturbing reality. We are broke and living on borrowed time with an economic crash inevitable unless we correct the trajectory. Now, now, if they do this, just understand, anything you have in paper, you won't be able to get to. And any paper that you have may not be worth very, very much. Okay? And this is why I've always said diversify. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. If you can afford it, have some in gold, have some in silver. Don't have it in paper. You want it in paper certificates. You want to have it in your physical possession. Precious metals, junk silver, stuff like that, which are like old dimes and old quarters that have no numismatic value. No, like, oh, they're, you know, they're not worth anything other than their silver content. Okay? As bartering and to have food and storable ways to purify your water and, 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 um, medical supplies and maybe the vitamins or the silk colloidal silver for emergency medical stuff those are the types of things that if if they implode the economy you won't be able to get and even if you could your money wouldn't be able to buy them because it may not be worth anything again part of their plan is to destroy the dollar eventually and it'll be taken off the world reserve currency destroy the dollar which will probably happen in concert with when they give the green light to destroy America, because they're going to come at us from from all all aspects of to create the most maximum shock and awe, the most maximum order out of chaos, and that'll be part of it. And and then what they'll probably do is say, okay, well, when it's all said and done, if you have dollars, you can come here, trade them in at ten cents on the dollar, something like that. Now, again, I'm not a I don't have a crystal ball or whatever. I'm saying that if you were Satan. And you wanted to maximally devastate and destroy the middle class of America in particular, which is one of the, the last chess pieces that they need to bring down. And they've stated this over and over again. Destroying the monetary system, destroying that, knowing that most of the people are heavily invested in that monetary system, would be a great way to bring America to its knees. And to have a lot of the people in the middle class that aren't prepared come begging with their hand out because they got nothing. Most people I've heard, they, they've got hardly any um, storable food, storable you know, provisions, water. They don't have contingency plans. Uh, now, I do think that a lot of people do, though. And I do think there are a lot of preppers. And I do know that, that Obama's been the greatest salesman for guns that the world's ever known i mean every other month's a new record from what i hear as far as guns go 
and stuff. But there's a lot to it. Now, again, and I'm not saying God's not on the throne. I'm not saying God can't preserve you. And if you haven't had the money to do any of this stuff, I'm not saying he can't take care of you. God knows each of our situations. And maybe maybe a lot of this is for people that couldn't do a lot of this stuff. Maybe they will be taken in and taken care of by Christians that have prepared. Let's, you know, widows and orphans in this type of type of Christian thing here. Where the Bible says true religion is this, you know, to take care of the widows and the orphans and these types of things. So, yes, I do see a lot of that actually happening in, in the future. People that never had that option. Um, so, again, I don't want to, you know, again, I don't want to make blanket statements. I'm saying for those that do feel convicted and maybe have the means to do it, you know. I wouldn't wait a whole lot longer. Uh, anyway, let's go further here. Uh, we are almost $20 trillion in debt as Obama increased the national debt more than all the previous administrations combined. He boasts about a robust recovery, jobs, and prosperity, yet none of it is true. He's a liar from the pit of hell. Saturday's headline in the Wall Street Journal says it all. Quote, U.S. in weakest recovery since 1949. America's economy is dismal 1% economic growth um and it's all based on a lie again a total lie because they just print money out of thin air <laughs> you know with nothing backing it and the banks are are, are you know basically uh, it's just such a lie our monetary system from so many angles to one-up bernie's giveaways bernie crazy bernie giveaways and garner votes hillary has endorsed universal pre-k Free college tuition, which is where she's getting a lot of the millennial votes as well. Oh, everything's free. I'm going to get everything free under Hillary. Oh, these people. Anyway, uh, paid family and medical leave, subsidized abortions and, ch- and child care, expanding, not trimming, Social Security. Last year, Social Security ran a deficit of $70 billion, raising the minimum wage to 15 an hour, which will force scores of small businesses to lay off people, which is all by design. So they can destroy the mom and pops and the small businesses by raising minimum wage to 15 an hour and free medical care and entitlements in the trillions to the illegal immigrants as well, which are pouring over the border unchecked as, as I speak. Okay, This incredibly orchestrated political theater, a spectacle of seduction, ignoring the storm warnings and luring in the unsuspecting, especially the millennials, most of whom have no idea what socialism has done to destroy great nations. <laughs> you look at Venezuela, see how well socialism's working out there, 150 bucks for a loaf of bread. They're eating their dogs and cats down there. I mean, they don't have toilet paper. They don't have any. I heard about a lady that came from Venezuela and she would literally fly to New York City to do her shopping. And I'm talking about toilet paper. So she could fly back and have provisions. Can you imagine? I guess she, she had more, the money to do it, obviously. She must have been very affluent to be able to, but she couldn't even get the basic necessities in Venezuela. Socialism experiment gone right, you know. That's what socialism will get you. And that's what they want to bring to America. Um, even, let's see here, uh, even liberal-leaning USA Today said of her free college tuition plan, quote, Clinton's costly college plan deserves a failing grade. Finally, Hillary will dramatically raise taxes, income, business, death, capital gains, etc. She is going to eat out all, if she got in, she would eat out all your substance. Trump's promising to do the opposite. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying virtually every single thing I have brought up today, you can mark it down that Trump is literally 
the exact opposite agenda that he that Hillary's pushing. And I mean that in a positive way. And I'm not going to get into all that. I'm just saying that's what he said. And people are going to hold him accountable for this. They're, they're, it's not like they're going to forget. Um, so she'll raise all these taxes, income, business, death, capital gains, etc. Not just on the rich, but the middle class. The middle class is where she, what they really want. They really want that middle class to go down. Based on our own campaign figures, this amounts to trillions of dollars over 10 years. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Here's another thing. Top 10 reasons. These are rapid-fire bullet points. Hillary Clinton will destroy America. And again, these are all separate from what I've talked about. Hillary Clinton has collected over $100 million in bribes from foreign countries and ruthless dictators. Sold out our military secrets to China. Sold... Um, all of these all of this uranium uh to russia behind you know the backs of america i mean all of these wicked evil things she has done with the middle east and into into create isis we haven't even talked about that how she helped to create isis and fund them and in and with obama and in protect them and train them and put them in positions where they could destabilize areas and, and hopefully in her eyes bring us into world war three with syria and russia this is what she wants. But she has collected over 100 million in bribes from foreign countries and ruthless dictators. She will pay them back by betraying American interests. She's already done that. Hillary Clinton is a Monsanto, Monsatano puppet who was just bought by Bear, who's, who's just as wicked as Monsanto, one of the companies that IG Farben, the driving monetary force behind Hitler, broke into, BASF, Bear, and TDK. The three companies that IG Farben, the driving monetary force behind Hitler and also what became the modern day pharmaceutical industry, one of those was Bayer, Aspirin, uh, just a beyond wicked company, Bayer Aspirin, and they buy Monsanto, Monsanto. And Hillary Clinton is a Monsanto puppet who wants to shove toxic GMOs down the throats of all Americans. Number three, she is also a vaccine holocaust denialist who thinks vaccines never harm any children. Guaranteed she'd bring in force-mandated vaccines, for sure. Four, Hillary Clinton would continue the disastrous economic policies of the Obama regime that have devastated low-income Americans and have caused massive unemployment. Five, all her talk about supporting poor people is just political posturing. In reality, she just wants more power as a member of the political elite while keeping the poor trapped in a cycle of government dependence. Six, Hillary Clinton would expand America's surveillance police state while targeting conservatives with punitive IRS audits and even criminal prosecution. Seven, Clinton, Hillary Clinton is beholden to the financial interests of the criminal banksters like Goldman Sachs. Uh, and again, this is why you saw the, the stock market take a huge plunge when they, when they realized that Trump was winning because all these rats on these ships are afraid of what's coming under Trump. Eight, Hillary Clinton viciously attacked all women who accused her husband Bill of sexually abusing them. She was an enabler of a serial rapist, and she herself was a serial rapist, okay, of, 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 of girls, young girls and other women, uh, sex control slaves that were brought to her. She raped Kathy O'Brien when she was a little girl and when she was older, okay? So this is a really sick, sick, disgusting lesbian devil that we're dealing with here, Hillary Clinton. 
So she was a, uh, an enabler of a serial rapist bill, yet somehow claims to stand up for women's rights. Nine, Hillary Clinton is part of the same class of the criminal political elitists that the Bush family belongs to. A cabal of arrogant dictatorial power freaks who only see voters as pawns to be manipulated and abused. Ten, she is a friend of Big Pharma and mass psychiatric drugging of the population. This, And again, her and her... Good old Bill were flying in the cocaine to me in Arkansas back when he was a governor of Arkansas. So she's been part of the of the chemical demonic infestation through uh, going back then cocaine for decades. She hates your guts. She hates people, and she even said that at the end of her campaign that she can't stand people. She's evil. Uh, this form of chemical dumbing down is what causes some people to vote Democrat on election day. <laughs> a vote for Hillary Clinton is a vote to destroy America. I, I couldn't agree more. And then again, I already got into this, but the breaking today, Kremlin says a Clinton victory would have led to World War III between Russia and USA. And then this, I had this r- report here. Vladimir Putin says if Hillary Clinton wins, it's war. Uh, and I've seen this over and over and over again. Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama have been poking the Russian bear for weeks now. Hillary has threatened to bomb Russia over cyber hackings, and Obama uh, and Hillary and Obama and Hillary want a no-fly zone in Syria, something Russia said it will take as an act of war, because Russia is aligned with Syria, okay, and Syria wants them there, but Syria doesn't really want us there. And we're going into this country and saying, no, we're going to go and do whatever we want. We're going to create a no-fly zone and we're going to put ISIS in there who are who are our henchmen, who we've trained, who we've funded, who we've protected. And they're going to go and fight you guys. And we're going to destabilize the Assad regime so we can install our own dictatorial puppet like we've done elsewhere. Like in Egypt and in Libya and so many other countries to further destabilize those countries and install an even more radical muslim dictator in there so that when they all end up going to war with um israel all of that will be in place and they'll also be at the bidding of america and again i've reported on that over and over so going further um so it's no wonder that putin and other high-ranking russian officials are deeply and seriously concerned about nuclear war hillary is a neocon warmonger just imagine george w bush as in a pastel pantsuit liar liar pantsuit on fire I, I like that little thing they were putting out about her anyway and she was always she'd always wear the maoist pantsuits like like gen, like uh, the chinese dictator mao she'd wear her mao liar liar pantsuit on fire as really an indicator, a, a lot of people postulated to show where her allegiance really is, which is China. You know, literally one of the most wicked, evil nations on the planet that she is absolutely in lockstep with, that she has absolutely sold military secrets to, that she has sold out the American um, uh, Americans in general to. And she's wearing these Chinese-style pantsuits. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um just imagine George W. Bush in a pastel pantsuit, and that's Hillary. Only Hillary is even more impulsive and far more reckless. Putin has said if Hillary Clinton wins, it's war. Why is he saying that? Because he's looking at what has come out of her mouth in times past. And he's saying, if she wins, it's war. She's not going to give us any choice. And I'm not sitting here saying Putin's some kind of saint, but I really 100%, they want World War III. 
And they and this is one of the reasons why it was so important to get her in there. So again, whether that means they're going to go to Obama and say, listen, <laughs> we got to accelerate the timetable. We only got two months here. We got less than two months now, I think. No, no, about, no, a little more than two months. And we got to get things going here. Um, it's plan B. And we got to have war with Russia. We got to have martial law. We got to suspend, you know. I'm just saying. I'm saying that's a scenario. And I pray to God I'm not true. And I would pray, uh, pray about this again. My children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Uh, lest we be ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of us, we, we don't want to be ignorant of these things. And that's why I'm so apprehensive that Christians may let their guard down right now after this seeming victory that we've just had. Uh, let's go further. Our relations with Russia have never been so bad as they are now. We should be making peace and working to get along so we can focus on America and I mean, obviously we have so many problems of our own that I've just highlighted that have all been set in motion by going all the way back to, you know, Clinton to Bush to, you know, this. And so we have so many of our own problems and we shouldn't be stirring up more international tensions and inserting ourselves back into the Middle East and the Syria, Syrian debacle. Of course, I do think we should get the Syrian Christians out of there. I would have no problems bringing them over to get them out of the clutches of these evil, wicked, sick, twisted, Muslim invading devils that are over there raping them and selling the women into sex slavery and beheading people and burning Christians alive. And whether they would identify themselves as Yazidis or Christians or whatever, I would have no problem us bringing, bringing them over here. You know, poor things. Lord have mercy. But no, no, they're the ones that have to stay and suffer. Because, again, of people like Hillary Clinton. That woman is going to burn so white hot in hell with, with, with Bill. I, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine all the multiplied suffering they have caused over the decades. They have no idea what they're going to be facing in hell in the lake of fire. I, I, they just have no, no clue. They, no fear of God. It, it is, ugh. Anyway, um... Uh, we any it goes on to say we insert ourselves back in the Middle East in the Syrian debacle when we have so many Americans suffering at home. From the Inquisitor, we read Hillary Clinton brings the real threat of war, not Donald Trump, according to Vladimir Putin. As election news has Russia gearing up for a possible attack, and again I've reported on this in recent how you know we've ratcheted up, we've moved troops closer in, they've ratcheted things up. They they keep saying listen. Don't keep doing this. Don't keep doing this. You're going to force our hand. Don't shoot one of our planes down. Don't qu quit. Please quit moving all your, your nukes up to our borders. Quit doing this. <clears throat> According to Vladimir Putin, as election news has Russia gearing up for a possible attack, Hillary's image as a war hawk is lost on the mainstream American voters. But Russia, Europe, and other nations saw a not-so-warm-and-fuzzy side of Hillary when she, <coughs> excuse me, when she was Secretary of State. And the contents of Mrs. Clinton's intercepted emails has not served to soothe their fears either. Vladimir Putin's open concerns about Hillary Clinton have put Russians and Romanians under a lot of stress. Putin was encouraged by Donald Trump's message that he was willing to work with Russian leaders. Vladimir Putin does not hide his opinion of Mr. and Mrs. Clinton. They are both Satan in his eyes. 
Many older Russians blame Bill Clinton for the collapse of the Russian economy during the 1990s, while the younger people have formed their opinions based upon Russian media reports. The Observer reported that Putin's words as he described his view of Mrs. Clinton, which was, quote, First there was Bush Sr. in power, then Bush Jr. Bill Clinton was a U.S. president two times in a row. Now his wife has ambitions. Again, the family might stay in power. As they say in Russian, a husband and a wife are the same Satan. End of quote. Again, I'm not saying this because I'm trying to, you know, say Putin's such a great guy. Listen, I've reported many times. There's all kind of Russian troops already over here embedded into, you know, I believe our society and in the underground bases here just waiting to get the green light. So how that all figures into this, I can't say 100% sure. If we actually did go, we're, we're possibly going to war with Putin. He, not too long ago, uh, weeks ago, called his people back from, uh, that were like out of the country, calling them back. They were having all these gigantic drills there of the population to go into their bunkers because they believe that you know nuclear war was could be very, very close. And a lot of that was Hillary Clinton saber-rattling, plus Obama, plus a lot of our generals that Obama, I'm sure, installed. So how that all 100% plays out, I cannot be dogmatic. But if we actually saw Putin calling back those Russian troops that were already here, that were here for gun confiscation and to take us down, that would give me a real clear signal that they were real serious about war. Okay. Because that would be saying, okay, we're going to go to war. We've got to even have our troops back that were scheduled to do that. Which would be, I mean, <laughs> kind of mixed feelings about that because I don't want them here. You know what I mean? But that would also give the indicator that they were very, very close. To, and again, the only way you're going to know that is if you had firsthand accounts from Patriots actually, you know, some type of eyewitness account of Patriots in this country saying, or in the military saying, hey, this is weird. I saw like plane loads of russian spetsnaz troops going out of the country in mass on you know troop transportation uh planes and again it could go a lot of different ways but hopefully this gave you a big picture look at what a hillary clinton presidency would look like and um we'll just close this out in a word of prayer heavenly father we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us i do thank you for letting us come together again lord i do thank you lord for um the apparent victory that it seems at least has been granted this country lord i don't know whether this means you're, we're going to have some more time lord um maybe to wake people up to, to win more souls to prepare to to um help wake people up lord I'm not 100% sure, Lord. It may go real bad in the next two months. I don't know. But I do know a lot of people, a lot of Christians were praying and fasting sincerely about this. I don't think I've ever been more burdened in my whole life about a particular election and time that we're moving in and then all the wickedness and sin that just seemed to, you know, burden me, Lord. And I know it did a lot of other people too as well. And I do believe, Lord, because so many people were praying and were fasting, that this became much more apparent to the body of Christ. And a lot of people were woken up to this reality. And um, I do pray that the efforts of all of that, Lord, would, would, um, would produce fruit, Lord, fruit that would last, that souls would be saved, Lord, 
that blind eyes would be open, deaf ears could hear, Lord, that you give us hearts to receive and eyes to see and ears to hear, Lord, um, and, and that we would be able to reach out and hopefully wake up some of these people, Lord, that, you know, are so blinded and so deluded in, in you know, it's just, in, it's impossible, Lord, to comprehend the level of deception that is almost the norm in this country. I do pray, God, you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those that have sinned against us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart will be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. I pray you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us. I pray you bless my listeners and the body of Christ, Lord, and the innocent and the weak and the widows and the helpless and the orphans, Lord. I just pray you bless them and use them mightily for your glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70, Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.